0: And now a word from our legal department. Full disclaimer, our intent is to share, edify and uplift. Though our perspectives may differ, we share them from a place of love and our truths at the moment. As the title suggests, we are thinking women who do better as they know better. With that being said, we pray you enjoy our candid conversations and understand that the thoughts and opinions are our own. And now, to educated and evolved.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode
2: of Educated and Evolved. I am Kenyatta Davenport. I
1: am Rangent
0: Davis.
2: And I am Tawanya Scarborough. We are glad to have you all here today. Absolutely. Sadly, we are missing two of our counterparts, and that is okay. The show
1: must go on. Um, must go so on. The, the, t- today, our topic is fertility and infertility. And, you know, I pulled up some 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 interesting facts from the World her, world health organization that i wanted to share if that's all right go right ahead okay let me let me pull them up all right so and this data was taken as of september 14 2020 so a few key facts infertility is a disease of the male or female reproductive system that is divide, defined by the failure to achieve a pregnancy after 12 months or more of regular unprotected sexual intercourse it affects millions of people of reproductive age worldwide, and has an impact on their families and communities. Estimates suggest that between 48 million couples and 186 million individuals live with infertility on a global level. Interesting.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that I did. Yeah, that is interesting. You know what? And I also pulled up some stats as well because you mm-hmm. know you and I think a lot alike. Um, From womenshealth.gov. And if you are 35 years of age, ladies, and you have been trying for six months or more, you also are considered to have fertility difficulties. Wow. One of the things that I am glad that Kim mentioned in her stats is that it affects men and women. Right, right. This is not just a woman's problem. Right. Because now takes... that you say that, one
1: of the facts says in the male reproductive system, infertility is most commonly caused by problems in the ejection of semen, mm-hmm. absence or low levels of sperm or abnormal shape and movement of the sperm. So men, yes, you, you play a role in this infertility <laughs> or fertility <laughs> um, quest as well.
2: And did you know that um, that the size of a man's testicles can also be an indicator of fertility issues? And I'm what? not just talking about small testicles. No, no, no. It says that when a man's testicles are too large, that it causes too much heat in the testicles. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> therefore <laughs> that heat can affect the number or shape of the sperm. Go ahead. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Uh-uh. That's why they say not to wear those tight pants, box. I was about to say tight panties, tight Girl. white, <laughs> tight, <laughs> tight, boxers, or you know, boxes that cut off. You need to have something to breathe. Let some air mm-hmm. circulate down there. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Wow. And you know what? And I will. I will go on and put it out there. I'm going to be very transparent. Um. You know, I am or was, I don't even know which verb I should use, um, one of the statistics. Because Mm -hmm. my husband and I, we do not have any children. Mm -hmm. I am currently 48. He is 47. We started trying to conceive when I was um, 32 or 33 years old. Mm Mm-hmm. And it just was not successful. And it was not for a lack of trying without interventions or Mm -hmm. for a lack of trying with medical interventions. We did every procedure except for in vitro. The only reason why we never went in vitro is because we honestly could not afford it. And that's just the honest to God truth. Mm -hmm. There are some insurance plans that now cover in vitro fertilization Um, That may be something that some of you out here listening to us may want to explore if you're finding out that you are diagnosed with fertility or infertility. Um, Also, I want to point out that fertility and infertility does not have a label, meaning it's not just one particular race. It's not just one particular size of person either. Slender that people is true. have difficulties conceiving, medium-sized people, and large-sized people. So it affects a variety of individuals. If there's one thing that I want to make sure that I don't forget to say today is don't suffer alone.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: Hopefully you have friends, colleagues, family members that you can talk to. They may not have the same experiences as you, but because it's another female or maybe even another male who's experienced this, please find someone to talk to about it. It is a heavy burden to carry around. For me, I felt guilt. Um, I also felt um, a sense of inferiority. Hmm. And I, yeah, I did. I, I was like, well, you know, I was created with these ovaries and this uterus and what is the purpose? You know, why, why did you give this stuff to me, God? And I can't use it. Uh I I felt a lot of pain. I did. I did. I felt a lot of pain and I felt anger. Mm -hmm. I was mad at God. I was, and I was mad at him and I was honest with God. So I didn't just carry that around. You know, I, I talked to God, just like I talked to my friends. Just like I talked to my husband and I had a real frank, honest conversation one day. I was going down um, 51. Those of you who live in Charlotte, I was going down 51. I was near the target and I was sitting at the light and I was uh, waiting for the light to change on so I could make a left on the Independence Boulevard. Mm -hmm. And it just hit me that I was like, God, I just need to talk to you as a person. Mm -hmm. just, just hear me out. I still love you, but I need you to just hear me out. And I just had to get it out because I was really angry, even though he was still blessing me and blessing us, um, throughout all of the years that we had tried, you know, I had that anger and I had to let that anger go. And after that day, I didn't carry that anger anymore. It doesn't mean that I wasn't disappointed. Or sad from time to time. But I no longer harvested that anger.
0: Uh-huh. That's amazing. So um, I feel you. I feel you. And it's interesting because my experience is though I have been blessed with two children, that the road was not easy. So I learned before I got married that i had a condition called a prolactinoma and the prolactinoma is a a non-cancerous tumor on the pituitary gland that secretes um hormones uh prolactin hormones and it makes your body think that it's already pregnant wow so the ability to um it's like you'll get pregnant but because your body is already in the mindset that you're already pregnant or I should say, your body you will fertilize an egg, Yeah. but because your body thinks that you're already pregnant, that egg will not implant and it'll cause a miscarriage. Mm. And so in my process, um, I was blessed, you know, to have my first child and we went through that process and um, even going through that process. I was going through it by temperature. I was doing the basal method. You know, I wanted to start out with the, the simplest way possible. And I had to wake up in the morning. Every time I woke up, I had to take my temperature. I had to jot it down. I had to see. I had to calculate and everything like that.
2: Mm-hmm. So the
0: moment I rolled over and I woke up, I had to take my temperature. Mm. I had to keep a track. I had to keep a diary. I had a, um, a journal. You know, what I mean, you're going through this process and then you're hoping like, oh, my gosh, this is about to take place. And then you also have to be in the mindset to do what comes natural. But you have to be on a schedule.
2: Yes. You know? A schedule
0: It's not it's not natural that you have to be on this schedule. Right. And so when you see the movies that they talk about, you know, trying to have a baby and the fertility and the process, that's real that's real. They may put it in a, in a, in a comical way, but that's real. So after my first child in that, in those next five years, I want to say I probably experienced um, three to four miscarriages. Wow. And when you have the first miscarriage, you're like, Oh my gosh. But at some point, sometimes you don't realize you're even having a miscarriage because you may not even know you were pregnant. Mm -hmm. And there was a point in my life that um, I had gone to the doctor and the conversation about miscarriages. There are so many more miscarriages that happen that women do not know Mm -hmm. because it happens naturally. And because you don't know about it, we don't know how many more children could have been here but are not here because for some reason the body rejected that pregnancy. Right.
2: right. So it got to
0: the point where the conversation of saying, oh my gosh, I'm pregnant. You're not even addressing it. You're not even recognizing it until it gets past a certain stage because you don't know, is this going to work? Is this not going to work? Now, of course, you know, I look at it where I feel what Tawani is saying because you're trying to understand why can't I do this naturally? Mm-hmm. Why am I not able to achieve and receive this blessing that you see other people achieve and receive, and they don't even want it? Right,
2: right, right, right. You see, yeah, and
0: so that becomes a question. And as I looked at it, my husband actually gave me, um, A projected time if we don't make this happen by the time i'm 40 i'm not trying no more wow and i was blessed that when he turned 40 and within that time frame of him being 40 i was able to conceive and it was able to come to fruition And I had my second child. Mm -hmm. Uh But even then after that. You always go through this process. That you want to believe the possibility. Of it happening again. Now during that time. I had to take medication. I had to take medication to. um, Shrink the tumor. Uh So that. um, So that my body. Would reverse that thought. But that was a process. And it was interesting because. Even during that process, and you're looking at other people, people who are just out here casual, they're yeah. having kids. You know, they're just living their life like it's like it's golden. Mm-hmm. They're having kids. Yep. You know, and being educators, we see it every day. Every day. Every, we see it every day. You know, we see people come in and go in and you're like, you having another child? But what I had to come to terms with for myself is every child is a blessing and yes. every perp- every person has a purpose. And so for whatever reason it is that I was denied more, you know, than what I was blessed with, I looked at every child and every person as having a purpose. Right. Some people mm-hmm. have a good purpose and some people have a bad purpose, but there's always something to gain out of that. And right. even you know, from Sunday, um, pastors preach from Romans, and it talked about, you know, everything works, to, works for the good to those who love the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm. Called according to his purpose. Hey,
0: now, hey, now, and called, because one of the things that was so important was I was not going to look down on somebody else for their ability because of my inability. Right. Right. I had to accept what God has for me is for me. Amen. Uh You know, our perfect union and our perfect situation here, it may have been too much of a burden to have more than what we have now. Right. Uh Because at that point, not knowing your future, not knowing what comes next, not knowing what the Lord has in store for us. I was like, you know what? Is not his will. Mm -hmm. And so I had to accept that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, it was interesting because I know that some people, they go through miscarriages. And they could recall the time, the minute, the day. Yeah. And I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people. I know that it has happened in my life. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I know what took place. But to know the actual time, minute and day, I have no idea. Yeah, I do remember the experiences. Mm-hmm. I can say that. I do remember the experiences, but I don't know it like that, you know, and I don't I don't hold it like that. right Because to me that's too painful.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it is painful. And, you, you know, know And speaking of painful, you know one of the most painful things, that I had to go through is watching our close friends get pregnant, right, during our time of our struggles. Yes, right. Then, and then trying to put on a genuine happy face. When I had to go to baby showers and that and when I'm saying I had to go to baby showers, I'm talking about my dear friends. I yes. about to
0: say, don't play with me, you coming to my baby shower.
2: Exactly. You know what? Oh yeah,
0: happened. you were there. You
2: were there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> look, only was I there,
0: look, we can I, laugh. We can we can laugh right now, but oh yeah. Oh yeah, you coming. You exactly. coming. And, and you might even have the host. Handle your business.
2: Handle so, your business. Yeah, Cry exactly. in the corner. Handle your business. Right. So I mean, and that I mean, and that takes a lot of prayer. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of um, determination as well, because you know I have to, That's when you have to put aside yourself and realize that okay, it's now my job as a friend to be there and and the support in a happy way you know, Mm -hmm. for my other friends, you know, we had like two or three close friends who got pregnant during our season of trying. That's right. But You know what, you know, we, we're on the other side of it. We're still friends and you know what, and, and now, and I'm in a happier place, you know, because of it, you know, there are some days that I look at babies and yeah, I still miss it. But then there are moments where I'm like, "Mm, I'm so glad I don't have to get up at three nobody's chat
1: well you can just hop on the back of the bike and just ride off until the sunset you, yeah baby
2: mm. yes, exactly you better or tell it college or save for college you
1: what know? you say you better say it yeah.
2: again you better so, say it again so, and you know what and kim i'm gonna be real honest um and not to make you emotional but i'll never forget one time I was talking to mama and everybody, <laughs> everybody's worked with us. They know who mama is. So yeah, mama uh-huh. is and all, Kim's biological mother. And all I always had a soul. moment with mama. Look, but she, but she was also our school's financial secretary, but she was that person who we could go to no matter what. And we could pour out our heart and she would pour back into us. And I would never, re- never forget. We were standing in the hallway right outside her door. Mm-hmm. she said, Scarborough, she said, I'm going to tell you right now. She said, I hear what you're saying. She said, but let me tell you something. There is a blessing in not having kids. She said, I love my kids. She said, but I'll tell you the truth. If I didn't have them, I would still be happy. Amen. Amen. And I will <laughs> never forget her saying "Amen." I will never forget that. That's right. That's right.
0: I mean, it's beautiful. Um, we'd like to take a moment and welcome Sabrina.
1: Yes. Hi, Sabrina. Hi. Sabrina. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How you doing, boo? I'm great. I
3: didn't want to jump in while I was in the car.
1: Yeah, we was trying to find a good spot to
0: bring you on in, right, and we, right. did. we ah, did. That's fine. That's yes, fine.
3: I yes. was just listening in. I was just listening
0: in. Well, Sabrina, you know that today's topic is fertility and infertility. Is there anything um, that you would like to add based on what you have seen us go through?
3: Um... I know. Usually I say no. Um, <laughs> no, I'm saying no right now because I'm trying to kind of sort of catch up with what you guys went over. And But I can say this. No, I can't say this part. Um, when it comes to someone who does not have children and mm-hmm. not by their choice, but God's choice, uh-huh. it's difficult for me to address it. I don't know uh-huh. if I should, for instance, our baby on the phone uh, with a Scarborough. It's like, do you, what do you say? There's nothing to say. Right. Okay. Yeah. And now I have, I have a whole lot of cousins. You guys know that. I do have a lot of cousins. 10,000. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that
3: do not have any children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like I know what they've been through with miscarriages and it's sorta what do you say to them? And oh, yeah. do you sometimes feel guilty because you have children? Right.
1: Yeah. Right. It's- yeah, I was gonna circle back to that. and I'm glad you brought that up,
3: Sabrina, cause when Scarborough said
1: find the friends to talk to, it it's almost like like you said, what do you say? You know, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know if I would be the right one. Right to but you, bring but- that to.
2: But you know what and when I'm saying find a friend to talk to you don't that friend doesn't even have to have the answers that friend doesn't have to just be need listening. to listen except for listen and uh-huh. give a hug. Mhm.
3: Yeah. Because That's I think right. a couple of years ago I worked with a lady and she was far she was about 6 months probably and we found out that she had a baby there you know whatever happened with that. Mm-hmm. And I just said to her I said all I can say is I don't know what to say. Mm. I'll be praying for you. And I left it like that. And and again, it's so touchy. You really don't know what to say. And, you know, I always tell Scarborough, I say, you know, you're the mother to all, You've been a mother to a That's right. That's
1: lot right. right. Children, that's you know, right, honey.
3: A lot of children, you made a, a, such an impact on so many kids, more than my three. But that that impact. And then you say, I know God's plan is his plan. And that's something simple maybe for me to say. Because I have three children, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Right, and, and people
3: right. be like, "Well, you can say that because you have three children, so you don't." That's where that you don't know what to say, so don't mm-hmm. say anything. That's where that mm-hmm. comes into play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I do want to touch on like you guys. I know I caught that part about people having children, and I do. Sometimes I'm like, "Take care," of it, but that's none of my business. And then mm-hmm. I think about you having six, seven, and eight. And a girlfriend of mine can't get one.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So
0: again,
3: that's yeah. that touchy but, spot.
0: You know, it's it's interesting even with that because for some people that even wanting, ha- wanting kids and other people having kids, it is also looking at if you want kids, then you want kids unconditionally. Mm-hmm. You want kids regardless of the child that you receive. And some people have... Re- Receive children that has um, a disability. Yeah, yeah, and and even that becomes an issue because you want this quote unquote perfect child.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell
0: you something. Regardless of whether or not your baby comes out with 12, mm, 12 fingers, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that extra digit. Yeah, that I mean, the extra, extra digit. Both I mean, <laughs> Yeah.
0: But whether or not your child comes out with the ten toes and a cute little nose, you look at someone else and their child comes out with a deformity or a disability and the struggles that come to them and what they have to deal with for the life of that child for their mm-hmm. life and the life of that child, a person with no kids may not even want to trade having no kids for that struggle. Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. see? So it's like It's like you look at it and you say a lot of things ends up being um, relative. You know, that person with no kids who really wants kids, but that person with no kids, they would rather have no kids than have to have a child who needed more. Mm -hmm. And even having even having a child that didn't have this other issue, you don't know what your child is going to be.
1: That's right? right.
0: You That's don't right. know what they're going to bring to your situation and to your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what may transpire and develop. There may be some other heartache and pain that came from this child that you worked so hard to raise. Mm-hmm. To bring, I, look, just I to didn't bring raise them like that. <laughs> you know, just to bring him into the world, and you're like, I'll be dug Oh.
2: Yeah.
0: And you know what? You're you're sitting there and you're going, Lord, really? Yeah. It's got to be like, they're like, listen, it is what it is,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and so that becomes a something as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I have nieces who have children, multiple children. My sister has multiple children, you know, um, and when we look at all of them, the only thing I look at is, listen, that's one more, that's one more child to uplift the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to look at you any different because of the number of children that you have. I want you to love them and find their purpose. Yeah. It is your responsibility, regardless of the age that that child, that you were when that child came into the world. You don't know the future and the purpose of that child. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. even for me, you know, or another person that may not have as many children as we wanted to have, mm-hmm. or even being a person who has, if I was a person who had no kids, mm-hmm. The fact that I can mother so many other children, mm. and I have mothered so many other children, the same as Scarborough, I feel that much greater knowing that someone is out there who is is able is to look after my child. And
1: yes, yes, because will one for a pity. Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all was showing up, be raising mine, my lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mm. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. You yes, know, yes. that's a hallelujah. It's yes,
0: a hallelujah so praise. Feel.
2: It is a it's hallelujah a, praise. Yeah,
0: it's a hallelujah praise. And and go ahead.
2: And it, um and Sabrina, I'd like to ask you a question for uh-huh. for parents who uh-huh. have children with disabilities, um because you have some experience um, uh-huh. with your child. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. And and then you have a grandchild that has some, some special needs. Right. What advice do you give people who are struggling to come to terms with the fact that my child is different? hmm
3: mm-hmm. Well, the only thing different about your child is that you think your child is different. But your well, child does not think they're different.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, now Come on. Go ahead. Go,
3: go. Yeah.
0: Go, and ahead. I that, Go ahead, I say, great yeah. say that one more again. Say that. Come on back and say that one more game. Say that one more game for the people in the back who missed it.
3: The only difference is a difference that you that you think your child is different, but your child does not. Yes, that's a they live, word. They live, they live. They live in their own reality. There's no normal and not normal in their eyes. They're only in the eyes of those that are looking at them. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes I struggle still, and my child is 20, 22 now. I still struggle some days with, oh, I wish this, I wish she could do that. And then I say, guess what? She's not even thinking about the things that you're thinking about. Mm. So I'm, you know, you you stress yourself over stuff that they're not stressing themselves over.
1: That's <laughs> right. That you know, makes just, a lot of sense. I
3: always said that. I said, their normal is their normal. And when you think about it, what is actually normal? Come on now. Yeah. So, um, That's, that's just the, but it is a struggle. Let me not minimize that. It is a struggle because you know, this child more than likely is going to be in your household forever. Mm -hmm. As, as, as that parent, you say to yourself, when I'm this age, I'll be an empty nester. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yet with a child that has a disability, usually they're going to be with you forever. That's a that's a cause of course unless you decide to put them in a facility and that's mm-hmm. your issue because I can't definitively say that my child will never be in one. You know, you never know what may happen that that child has to be in one. Right. So you 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 make up in your mind when I when I found out that she had a disability and that it was going to be a life disability, I said, okay, then well, this child is going to be with me. So my plans will always include her. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 we just and we we like a support group. We like people to, to check on us. Mm-hmm. You know, even though a person looks strong and you think they're strong, they have a lot of weak moments because they're carrying a lot. Yeah, yeah. right, right. So,
2: yeah, and you know what? And and for people out here who are listening, if you if you have a child who May have a special need Or a specific disability There are lots of resources available Lots of resources Yes. If, you don't, if you don't know Where to start Please reach out to us Right. We so are, we got on, them on, we are on Instagram We are on Twitter You can send us an email Please reach out We are all educators We have a wealth of knowledge That yeah. we can help support you Absolutely. Yes, you don't know what an hour out of your day or or two
3: hours out of the week will will help you with your own mental state. Yeah, absolutely.
1: absolutely. And can I throw in that early detection is key? Like yeah. the earlier, not trying to say that we will just want to identify everybody with a learning disability or get off topic, but the right. sooner we can pinpoint these ideas or these these uh. I'm going to say these different abilities, I'm not going to say this, I'm saying these different abilities, the more support and and services that can be provided to support those different abilities. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. So yeah, reach out to us for sure, for sure, for sure.
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. even for what you're saying, that piggybacks on both, even as we're talking about fertility and infertility, you also have to be your own best advocate. That's right. Yes. Whether it's for your body or for your child, which is an mm-hmm. extension of your body. Mm-hmm. You have to be your own best advocate. Because if you don't speak up for yourself, mm-hmm. don't let somebody else tell you, "Oh, you're okay because of this." No. no. You do your research. Right. You do your research. You take the time to look and say what it might be because right. some of the some conditions that people have Mm-hmm. and some different learners it may not be something that is so common that is right there at the forefront and the first thing on the doctor's mind uh-huh. right, or the teacher's mind exactly so if you don't say you know what wait a minute something ain't right you know <laughs> if you don't take that time and express it and write it down and be in tuned with yourself and you know, also, as we talked about the educational component with your child, then that will that will just delay your ability to get all of the necessary help that you need and right. all of the services.
2: Absolutely. And I want to say one more quick thing along the same lines that Ronjent was saying, being your advocate, when you are in the office with your doctor. That's right. You need to talk to your doctor. Please. Don't, don't leave the office and then call your girlfriends and say, oh, well, I have this symptom and I have that symptom.
0: <laughs> Come on now.
2: Say, well, make a doctor's appointment. I just left the doctor. Well, why didn't you tell the doctor? We have got to stop being afraid of telling the doctor what we're feeling and experiencing. those of you with heavy cycles, that is not normal. That's right. Make a doctor's appointment now. <laughs> That's and can, not normal.
1: Can, let's normalize not using Google and WebMD as our doctors. Hello? I do love WebMD. I love <laughs> WebMD and the Mayo Clinic. That is not a plug for WebMD. That is not a constant <laughs> segment <laughs> for WebMD. We did not get a check for WebMD. But let's, let's like like Tawanya said, let's use our doctors. And if you see that that doctor is not working in your best interest, don't be afraid to find another one. Exactly. You Tell your doctor more than I need one. a second opinion.
0: Yes, um, exactly. a second and a third and a fourth. What you say, you're not the specialist. Exactly. No, mm-hmm. what? First of all, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One mm-hmm. of our favorite shows was... Um, Law and Order? Was... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> house. No. no, we did love some House. You know, we did love some yes, we love, yes. But mystery diagnosis. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes, yes.
2: Yes. Yeah, because we'll play a doctor after hours in a heartbeat. But we'll say,
1: we'll send the pictures educator. and everything. <laughs> <Which is> send the <laughs> pictures and look at it now. I'm going to draw a little line around and see if it got a little bigger. <laughs>
2: Ooh, and although we are laughing about this, we are serious. Serious people. Very. People, listen. Talk to your doctor. Talk, Talk to, to your, your doctor. doctor. Tell your doctors exactly what's going on. Make notes. You. Most of us are walking around with Samsungs, iPhones, iPads. All Girl. of us have a note feature. Make a, your, make a list of your symptoms. Make a list of your symptoms. You know, keep a record. That way, when you go to the doctor, you don't have to worry about, oh, I forgot to tell him X, Y, Z. Right. You pull Come your on. notepad out. I pull my phone out every time I go to the doctor. Okay, this is what, how I've been feeling. This is this. Is that a concern? Is this, you know, should I be worried about this? Or, you know, make your notes. Write them down, people. We have these devices, these computers are in our pockets. We know them as cell phones now. They're nothing but a computer. Write your sign right. down.
1: Look, get listen. your copay worth. I mean, honey, listen, you don't have yes. to pay anyway. So get your money's worth. Exactly. All of it. All exactly.
0: of it. And,
2: and by all means, go to the doctor. Please. Yes. Please. Listen, don't be sitting listen. there talking about, oh, I got this lump. And it just keep getting bigger and bigger. Have you been to how long have you had it? About two years. Two
1: whole years. Okay, ma'am. Let's go ahead and make you an appointment. And when you make the appointment, go. Don't yes. cancel it. Listen, okay, we've got all the way off topic. Uh-uh. Look, come on back, come on well, back. Uh, this is still on topic.
0: It is on not, topic. still on topic.
2: <laughs> yes, it is still
0: very much on topic because Listen. there's a woman sitting out there today, or a man, or a, yes. or a woman and a man, whatever that they're sitting there and they're realizing, you know, I noticed this change mm-hmm. in my person, my friend, mm-hmm. my mother, my aunt, my sister, whomever it may be. Mm-hmm. I've noticed this change yeah. and because they don't address it yeah, because, you know, cause some things do come and go.
2: Absolutely. But
0: some things, even as they come and go, it isn't, it is something that is of concern. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. And certain symptoms will roll back. And when it happens, When you finally get your appointment, because, you know, sometimes your appointment is two to three weeks out after the has gone. Right. You know, you get there, you're like, well, it doesn't ail me anymore.
2: Well, we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah, that's right. We're we're going to put this out here because I have
1: this issue.
2: And one testicle
1: was bigger than the other one, but it shrunk, so now I need to talk about it.
2: Or you get that mole that uh, pops up all of a sudden and then it's Mm -hmm. broken. you need to be mentioning these things. Listen, everybody out here, if even if you don't have a doctor, go to the ER. If it's right. bothering you, please go to the ER. I would rather for you to have a bill and have another thing to pay than for me to have to come to your funeral because you didn't go get it checked.
3: Amen. Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
2: Please, we're, not, right.
1: we're not about to put nothing on the go me All right, and on that note, right. ladies and gentlemen, I'm <laughs> Bring it back. Bring it back. Uh (laughs) So ladies, thank you all so much. This has been a wonderful, wonderful topic about fertility and infertility. Thank you all so much for your, again, your transparency and your willingness to share. Do we have any
2: final thoughts that you all want to share? Yes. So if you need us, reach out. We are educated and evolved on Twitter, on Facebook and our yep. email address is also evolved at gmail.com
1: we're also on Instagram we're heavy ig so you know Yes, we're always on the IG so thank <laughs> you all so much ladies as usual it has been you know how we do we are yep. educated and evolved
2: and you know what our what? next topic is going to be saving while broke I know you know you're like what I can't save money I don't have money <laughs>
1: Saving while broke.
0: Yep, saving while broke. Okay, so I have a (laughs) caveat, as you said that. I noticed that our next topic should be saving while broke, and I know that I put the topics in order, but I think our next topic should be menopause.
1: Oh girl, let's do something fun. Let's do saving while broke. <laughs> <That might> be <laughs> why I put it like that. You no lie. Let's just we gonna stick with <laughs> saving while broke. We and you know what? Yeah, yeah, I might right have now. Like that
0: for that yes. reason. I might have. I think I did that. I think I alternated. Yes. like you know, fun and serious, meant, right? You yes, know, I'm not yes. gonna say
2: happy sad. I'm gonna
0: say and, fun and and Yeah, serious. and let's stick with
2: let's stick with the saving while broke because a lot of people are ready to travel. And I want to help some people. Amen,
1: because Canada is open. Hello,
2: August August the 9th. Only for those
0: who are vaccinated, don't play. And who is vaccinated
1: is me. I am fully vaccinated. Have my card. And if you're not vaccinated, let me just throw this in. I know we said we wrap it up. If you are not vaccinated, first of all, do your own research, right? Make the best decision for you. However, We will not be able to defeat this disease, this virus, until we establish some kind of immunity as a whole. Now, I know you may not like me, or you may not like this, or whatever I do, whatever. That's between you and God. Please, do your research about the vaccine. I am one of those people that was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to see who develop an arm. I'm going to see who grow a third eye in the middle of their forehead before I get the shot. And I did get the shot. And I went ahead and did it. And I encouraged my daughter to do it as well. It is in our best interest, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, whomever is watching, that if you are able to get it, go ahead and get it. Just go ahead and get it.
0: And you feel feel comfortable. That was my household. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're able and you feel
1: comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you feel comfortable. yes.
0: You know. Go ahead. All right, y'all. But All if right. you don't, wait a minute. If you don't feel comfortable, <laughs> put your mask on and, your, your and mask wash on your hands,
1: and wear your mask and wash don't your Don't
0: you dare go out there and think that you're not gonna get it
1: and you're not gonna mask up. Right? That's mm-hmm. not an option. Yeah, you you're don't. You don't get to both. Your your choices. Mask. Yeah, you mm, gotta right. make a choice. Either mm, get the yeah. shot or wear your mask and stay six feet away from me. Make it twelve. <laughs> All right. All I right. love <laughs> y'all so much. Love you. All right. Right what? one.
3: Bye. 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 Our next episode is about saving money. How many of us have learned the hard way that you need a savings account for emergencies or important things? Calling parents, relatives, or friends can eventually cause rifts. Over time, we have realized that saving small amounts can be achieved even on a tight budget. It's time to stop being broke, and even more important to stop saying you're broke. Join us next time for Saving While Broke.